Um, yeah, so this is off Bad News Travels Fast. This is called Four Letters and a Heart. Hang out left on White Creek Bridge and stay on 33. There's a shack, crop a shack by the railroad tracks and a big old sycamore tree. A big old sycamore tree. Scars on the limb where the rope had been and an old tire used to swing. In that shade, I had my first taste of love in 17. Lord, I was just a 17. In another life with a Boy Scout knife, I made a pleasure in the bark. A lasting monument to you and me. We both swore forever as I carved. Four letters in a heart. 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 Thanks to Mr. Boo Ray, recording artist here in Nashville, for starting us out up top. I'm Todd Dills, and in this edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast, we'll talk music and personal history with the Southern Troubadour, a man with a definite affinity for all manner of highway hauler. His new record is Tennessee Alabama Fireworks, after all. Its cover adorned with an illustration of an iconic scene for truckers who've made that I-24 run west toward Mont Eagle from Chattanooga, Tennessee. The longer run between Athens, Georgia, and Nashville, in a four-wheeler, mind you, took on plenty of significance for Ray in the songwriting process for this new record. Its, the, it's first single was A Tune You Can Whistle, uh, quote-unquote. Regular listeners and readers might recall Overdrive's story debuting the song late last year. I called it a double-edged pian to the road. Why? You'll hear more about it, including a brief excerpt from it and other tracks on the record over the course of the next 30 minutes as Mr. Ray walks us through it all. And before he took off from the office here Wednesday this week, too, he offered up four CD copies of Tennessee Alabama Fireworks. Keep listening for a way to be one of four listeners to get a copy sent to your doorstep or P.O. box. Without further ado, here's Boo Ray setting the stage on his Gibson Acoustic. already mm, yeah so you um the record the record has since come out it's uh tennessee alabama fireworks right right came right. out when did it come out feb 15th day after valentine's day okay okay yeah how's it been going so far it's great man we've had some good runs out to texas did the midwest did uh, eastern seaboard new york um been a we've had a blast yeah cool. you know i thought uh I've heard a little bit of this myself already, but uh, for the benefit of of, uh, of the listener out there who right. I don't think know know you very well, right. um, you you live in Nashville today. Obviously, you're doing yes. music thing and have been here for quite a while. But 
Your roots are in, like mine, uh, in Carolina, right? That's right. Uh, I grew up in uh, western North Carolina, Cashers, North Carolina. I went to grade school in Cullowee. And um, and then basically, uh, it was an incredible place to grow up. Uh, I'm, I love North Carolina. Um, when I got a driver's license, though, I was like, get me off this damn mountain. <laughs> and and it was a coin toss. I could have gone an hour, 40 minutes uh, east uh, to Asheville, or I could have gone an hour and 40 minutes southwest to Athens, Georgia, and I, I ended up going to Athens. Okay. Okay, and then, uh, you know, what uh, what took you there? Was... Just to get to a bigger bigger cultural center. Like it, it, living in Cashers, man, it was a big deal when we go to damn Western Auto. So I needed, you know, I was starting to pick and sing and write songs, and I needed to get somewhere where I could be around some other people doing that. What time period was that? Um, gosh, that was uh, two thousand. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's like uh, that's that's after after the kind of. The big Athens, like sort of rock renaissance, has already kind of happened, but you know, there's a big scene down there. Obviously. Absolutely, it was wonderful to be down there, and I, I feel like I got to taste, I, I got a taste of it, and I got to know some of those cats that were off that scene, and um, you know, the, the in, in that at that time, it was the downtown there was still occupied with lots of uh, weirdo screwball mom and pops one-off deals you know like a, a hummus bar uh, that serves hum, you know vegan food until dang 3 a.m you know on a, on a weekly daily basis um, and, and, and you know as you know all, all these towns are kind of going you know any town that's trying to survive they're, they're kind of going corporate and so it's it's occupied with you know corporate entities now like a lot like a lot of america um generally uh, uh speaking including trucking which uh yeah sure you, know, you have uh although there's plenty of uh, there's some andy's left yeah yeah there's plenty those are uh, essentially my uh principal readers and uh you have a little bit of a uh, little bit of a connection to trucking i believe there's just through some friends and things of that nature right sure for sure you, you my dad uh my dad had a, a construction company and he also, for his construction company, with it being that little bitty remote, remote place we were at up there, he kept a uh, functioning small uh, concrete plant, too. Uh, so I grew up, uh, you know, I grew up um, around big trucks, and, and, and uh, I just, it was, it's always been part of my life. And I, 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 my first vehicle uh, was a uh, dual cab long bed uh, GMC truck with a fifth with a with a gooseneck hitch in the back of it. Um, that was my first truck. Did you uh, use that hitch for anything? Oh yeah, I, I had a I had a thirty five foot uh, dome top aluminum Murhow horse trailer. I dragged horses all over the place. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I rope and ride and uh, okay. hell we do about anything with horses uh, and, and 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 livestock had goats and cattle. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, it was a wonderful way to grow up. I, I still think today, I think it's good for kids to be around animals and and uh, um, and have that experience. And when you um, you mentioned Athens and stuff, I know we we talked about um, uh, this record here mm. and uh, this new record, and, and part of it, at least that song "Tink Whistle," comes out of that. Uh, uh, for you, that sure. sort of personal experience of Athens, right, and the, sure. the sort of drive back and forth between I, I, here and there. Absolutely, I, I I had been out in L.A. for for a few years, and I wound up back in Athens, 
uh, is actually a dang bondsman came and got my ass. Um, and, uh, and it was like for a $1,800 bond. So it wasn't for financial gain that he did it. He just got the story to be, to I went and got damn Bouray and brought him home. And he said, he showed up at the front door. I he knocked on the door of this halfway house I was living at in Highland Park out in Los Angeles. And I answered the door wearing, uh, jeans and barefoot and no shirt on. And he, uh, and there's this bondsman standing on the other side of the screen door. And he says, hey, Boo Ray, I knew you just needed a damn ride home. <laughs> so anyways, I, I wound up back, up back in Athens, Georgia, and I started dating this wonderful girl down there, and she found roller derby. And once she found roller derby, uh, three months in, she became the best skater on the team, and uh and she said, "Hey, I got to get to. I got to get somewhere I can skate on a on a big good team." She, she woke up one morning and said, "Hey, let's let's move to Nashville." I said, "Heck yeah, I'm in." So when I first came to Nashville, it was to move. It was so this girl could join the roller derby team, and she did. And and she became a star skater. It was great. The team fell apart and it broke her heart. And she ran back down to Georgia. So I spent the next year and a half going back and forth. The reason I didn't go back, just go back down with her is because I had just started getting some success in, in the music business. Uh, I got a good publishing deal and, uh, and you know, I've, I, I literally, it took three months after she moved back down there, my whole thing opened up and blossomed and I've been making good, you know, I've been full time and at a, at a reasonable level of existence since then, um, like 2015. Uh, so I, I, there's no, te there's no telling how many trips, how many times I passed that Tennessee Alabama fireworks sign in during the time that I drove back and forth trying, scr scrapping, grasping at straws to hold that relationship together. It's yeah. hard to do that um, you know, when you, when you live, <laughs> you live four hours apart and uh, yeah. it's something a lot of truck drivers can relate to I know uh, just yeah. being on the road so much 100 percent it's difficult man time you know it's these times are difficult man uh it's a different paradigm right now um and uh I'm a fan of I, I'm a fan of any any couples that can make it work these days I really am I I, I think that's a huge accomplishment it, it's a it's a strange strange world out there um yeah that song um that song kind of evokes that sort of uh there's like a duality of uh of, of being on the road all the time and there's kind of there's kind of a uh and the lyrics of the song actually evoke that that sort of uh the sort of chaos of of modern life and, mm. and the uh you know the, the amount of traffic out there and the a lot of the oh, amount of bad drivers yeah. but it's also there's also that sort of uh sense of peace of being alone on the road uh, at a certain at a certain sure. in a certain way uh as well yeah, that, that's that's kind of like I kind of love that aspect. Of that thank song. you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, so the producer Noah Shane, okay. we were recording at Welcome to 1979 Studio here in Nashville. Uh, the same guy who produced the previous record, uh, um, the Sea of Lights record. So Noah Shane was producing, and I, we had a good record going. Uh, you know, the, the rest of the song, a bunch of those 20 questions, gone back down to Georgia. Those were already done. And, and we get about three quarters of the way through the record. And he says, 
man, he says, there's still a statement that I want out of you. I want you to, to describe to me in the form of a song, basically the socio-political climate you see as a, an indigenous Southern troubadour. Like what is, what is this, what is this 2019 look at, look like through your lens? That's just, I went home that night, uh, didn't sleep, wrote that song that night, showed up at the studio the next day with zero hours sleep, and, uh, uh, and that's the way it went down. We got a very fake connection We're hacking at it now we got a very fake connection Better hook your heart up to your mouth One nation under the influence Of a cell phone computer screen One nation under the influence Of a benzodiazepine A new car speeding round the bypass Anxiety's at the wheel So lost, going nowhere real fast Ain't nobody's at the wheel Ain't nobody at the wheel Ain't nobody at the wheel I got a tune you can whistle A mortar and a pistol When life gets tough like a mouth I'm a rabbit in the moon, I'm a bobcat slaying coon Lucky seven takes a dollar, I'm a pick and sang and holler Breaker, breaker, anybody got your ears on? I'm a rolling on it's, it's a, it's a wonderful song, I think, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, kind of gritty but kind of you know, tune you can whistle it's like a, it's music music is this kind of a sad to all of this yeah uh, all of this yeah. sort of chaos out there and um yeah it's nice there's some magic that happened in my in that song for me uh the lyric there's two there's a couple lyrics that i i'm it was beyond me i'm not quite clever enough to have written that the a couple of those lines and and you know so that's like the wherever this stuff comes from uh, uh and that's where i try i try to tread reasonably which and lightly in that regard like i don't think i'm a clever son of a gun in 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 favorable circumstances you know knocking on wood uh hopefully a songwriter is a channel of some kind right. but the, the specific lyric i'm mentioning is uh the um uh i like that it says um uh, Tennessee, Alabama fireworks, uh, such a sweet, familiar calm. Tennessee, Alabama fireworks, a pareidolia and a smoke bomb. I was kind of proud of that one. You know, pareidolia meaning the like you know when you when you uh, have a piece of toast and you put some butter on it and the but butter melts in the face of Jesus. Like that's what a pareidolia is. And uh, so I was just. I did not know that. I, did, I, I didn't before I wrote the song either, and, and, and so I just fell in. That was a little piece of magic. And then that uh, that whole bit about uh, tune you can whistle, 
uh, a mortar and a pistol when life gets tough like a mouthful of gristle um, yeah, that was all. That, that wasn't contrived. It just sort of came out. That, yeah, you know? it's perfect. It's like it, it is so perfectly rhymed that it's just uh, it's it's a little bit funny and a little bit weird. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's good. Yeah. I, 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 as time has passed, I've realized that li- that line kind of possibly says, "Hey, man, I'll cut your steak for you, but I ain't gonna chew your fish for you. Like you have to chew it up, man." <laughs> doesn't come from the heart, doesn't reach the heart, can't get that far. If the pain of the pain wasn't worse than the pain of the change, not a single damn thing would be different, I'd still be the same. Six minutes on to start the record off, yeah. Uh, is it that long? Yeah. We, it doesn't seem that long, but well, it is. It's funny when, we, so we've, we sent it out, like, you know, it's a six minute song, which clearly radio ain't going to be interested in. It's surprising how many song, how many radio stations did pick it up as a six minute single. And about halfway through it, through the thing, and I had offered on the front end, I was like told, told the radio promoters, like, hey man, I'll get you a radio edit of this thing. And they said, nah, I'm, it's fine. And it, I, I'm glad I did end it up. There is a radio edit version okay. floating around out there. But I will defend the radio edit because I'm not a fan of radio edits. Like, generally speaking, I ain't a darn fan of radio edits because <laughs> most of the time they botch them and they're just, like, you know, just hacked up. Yeah. Pete Lyman and Noah Shane did the radio edit on, on Tune You Can Whistle. And, and it flows around, you know, Sirius XM Outlaw Country mostly has been playing the six-minute version. But um, there's a couple radio stations that play the radio edit, and, and it's, I, I, I officially approve the radio edit, <laughs> okay. is what I'm saying. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, but those first, that song and then the next couple on the record mm. are all kind, of, all kind of have some kind of road theme to them. Yeah. Um, and, and, You're right. And, and I like that a lot. Um, um, tell me a little bit about the uh, the Don't Look Back. Uh, sure. Where's that? Where's that? Uh, where's that Cadillac Eldorado come from? <laughs> I, well, I, I, I've had a Cadillac before, and I loved it. I loved having a darn Cadillac. I had a 1996 uh, two-door black-on-black Eldorado, and I put 20s on it. <laughs> um, I really liked that. I sold 10,000 copies out of of, a, of, a, of the CD that I had at the time in 2002 out of that truck. 2004. Wow. Um, uh, but uh, uh, so I, I'm I, the the mythology of Cadillacs and yeah. I, and also I, I it's interesting you say that those first three songs being traveling uh, yeah. themes I I think that's that is the case like at the so at the start of the record I like that I think that I does like 
all right, here we go. Let's go, let's hit the road, let's go. Yeah. And, and so that song's a continuation. The, the song is a, uh, it's a collection. It's not just actual one experience that went down that way. I've been going and hanging around the Gulf Coast for years. And so it's a, the, I, I'm borrowing from a couple of different stories. Like that really did happen. I, w I went out to West Texas uh, with a carload of buddies and we landed at um, Lukenbach. And there was a, a weird, like almost mariachi band when right when we pulled up at Lukenbach, got out of the truck and we were getting up and getting our lay of the land, there's this weird darn mariachi band playing uh, When the Saints Go Marching. Bondsman dragging me back across the country in shackles uh, might have been his part in there so a little bit. Yeah. What what did you do that the Bondsman was coming after you? Oh, it's public junk stuff, oh, you know. Okay. Just yeah, okay. yeah. Just, I mean, it was like I said, it was an eighteen hundred dollar bond. It wasn't for financial. Right. Uh, I, and I was in a dang halfway house trying to get my life together, you know. Which you 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 have right you yes. you, you are stone sober. At this I've point. been sober for ten years. May seventeenth was ten years, man. Wow. Yeah, and, and and that's not any character asset or or strength or willpower on my part. I I I I, I asked for some help, and 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 I asked I asked for some help and I accepted it when it was uh, offered. You know when it came. Sure. If anybody ever wants to talk about that stuff, I'm an open book, man. Just holler at me. I'll share my, any of my experience and or if I can make any introductions to helpful entities for anybody, I, I absolutely uh, welcome uh, any inquiries or, or reach people reaching out about that subject matter. Right. You're, you have a website? Yes, booraymusic.com. That's it. That's how they find me. Oh, that makes me think of my father-in-law again. Hmm. Your name. So all the your, women. Yeah, your yeah. name. Yeah. It's a card game. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a back room Louisiana hustler game. Um, that uh, uh, I, so, so all the women in my family are, are they're all Louisiana bells, and they've all got crazy names. And so I got one too. And, <laughs> you, you know, in grade school, it's about like a boy named Sue type of situation in grade school. At 12 years old or so, about maybe about 10, I came home one day from school, called every family meeting in the kitchen, and announced that I was changing my damn name to Bobby. And they all looked at me and looked around at each other and said, yeah, okay, boo. Uh, and it, so it didn't stick, you know, uh, yeah. it didn't stick. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, that's great. I had never heard of the card game, actually, and uh, had never really, you know, 
made that association at all uh, until a father-in-law. He's he's from Gulf Coast. Right. And, yeah, they uh, play that game down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love those card games like Tunk. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a it's a suit game. You know, it's basically yeah. heart, spades, Tunk, uh, Bure, right. uh, and and Bure the money. The way the betting structure is, the money can flop quickly, quick like, and 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 the pots can get big. So it's. Bure is an exaltation of victory and also a, a declaration of of uh, of of crash and burn failure at the same it's bo- it serves both of those kind of like that yeah you right you know that that Louisiana thing you know, like uh, uh, a little bit like bless your heart too like hey I don't know which way that's coming right yeah right uh, like, uh, uh, are you expressing uh, Pity, or right. is it uh, yeah. scorn? Yeah yeah, 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 or is that subtle scorn? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, totally. Um, going back down to Georgia, That's I have to bring this one up yeah. simply because I want people to hear it. Mm. I love the it, it's got the it's got the travel it's got mm. the traveling yeah. theme sort of yeah. in a way, yeah. but yeah, um, but it's got those horns in it, man. Ah. I love it. Well, thank you, thank you, uh, and, and absolutely that uh, that is uh, that that's the that's the actual story of yeah. of that's the actual story with the girl, and um, and uh, the horns. You know, I guess for me, I mean, because it it makes just makes so much sense. Though even when we were just playing guitars, still writing the song. When I was just when I was just had guitars on it, playing the song, writing the song. You could hear the horn lines trying to come out of that. Bum 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 bada ba bum 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 bum. You know they just wanted to be there, and I realized, like I say, uh, the the Gulf Coast thing is I, I'm attracted to it. I sought it out. It's part of my family history. See, we I didn't all those women in my family. We we all I grew up in the mountains of North Carolina. Now I got to visit the Gulf Coast, but. It, and it was always like a famous, it was like my famous relatives from Louisiana. That's how I always felt about it. Because they're real grand and they, their accents are so beautiful. And I just, I've, I've been in love with the Gulf Coast and sort of um, uh, smitten with the Gulf Coast ever since I was a little kid. So um, I feel a, a real kinship with the, with the songwriters and the guys out of the Gulf Coast, like Tony Joe White. Um, big one for me. Tony Joe White just hits, hits me right in the middle. So does Delbert McClinton. Um, you know, and, and, and then even, even it's, it's a cool thing to me. Basically, I love the way a two-step, you know, sounds as it travels south and gets down around Louisiana. And down around lower Alabama and Louisiana, a two-step just gets relaxed and ragged and got a certain swagger to it. So...
put me way up in the Blue Ridge boat down at Peggy's Creek and Whiteside Cove. That's up in Cashers. Um, and I'm just, I'm just saying, hey, get me any damn where but here where I'm hurting and, and, and all forlorn over this girl, love my life. And get, put me way up in the Blue Ridge Smoke down at Peggy's Creek and Whiteside Hove. Or take me down to Charleston Battery or way up on a Wapu Creek. I, I love it down there, too. I've got a cousin down there who I think the world of and is another. I always regarded my cousin Willie as, like, a famous cousin. He, 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 I don't know. I felt like that about all my, my low country and Gulf Coast people. I, I always felt that, like, they were extraordinary and eccentric and, and larger than life. Right, right. Yeah. I can see that. Um, I, I didn't have uh, all my all of my relatives were pretty close by, but uh, every time I visited the Gulf Coast, and I was like, these people are from South Carolina too. Totally, totally, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Low, low country and the Gulf Coast. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, it's, what it's, I, that's what I. I think I may have said Gulf Coast, but I no, I met Charles. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know. I knew exactly. Yeah, they're definitely related vibes. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. a special thing. The the intercoastal waterway and that culture. And since then, my, you know, I've become friends with Chef Sean Brock, and he uh, has a, a keen interest in, and, um, you know, he's got an interest in roots and, and uh, um, affiliation, and he spends a bunch of time down there and, and has been a big influence down there. He he's took a seed that hadn't been planted in over 200 years. And it took him 10 years in a row he had to plant this seed, and the seed kept, you know, each year it, it, it had to reclimatize and re, uh, reestablish itself. In the 10th year, it bared fruit. And on a Memorial Day weekend a couple of years, couple of two or three years ago, I ate a couple of spoonfuls of the first harvest of that seed. It, um, some and what was it? Rice peas. <laughs> okay. Pretty cool, yeah. And yeah. you did a, you guys did like a, a, a little duet together, didn't you? We did a, we did two songs. Part of my Buku Amigos, hashtag Buku Amigos, <laughs> spelled just like you think it would be. Yeah. And uh, so, and and he and I, we also have Athens, Georgia, in common. The way Sean and I met was through a hashtag of a mutual tattooist um, that uh, Mitch Mitch Atkinson, and he tattooed out of the all-night, 24-hour uh, punk rock coffee shop in Athens called Jittery Joe's. And when Jittery Joe's was first open, there was a dang tattoo parlor in the back corner of it, which consisted of like a bed sheet pulled across a, a you know, d uh, divided the room. And you hear back in the back of the room. And uh, and this, they roasted coffee beans in the thing. So you're getting your tattoo and there's coffee smoke billowing in through the thing. It was just punk rock as hell. And... Um, Sean and I had been both uh, heavily tattooed by this kid, and that's how we discovered each other, kind of. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. and he, yeah. Lives, he lives in the neighborhood now. He lives yeah, that's in, right. Yeah, he's right yeah. down the street. Yeah, right, right. Well, good deal. Congratulations on the record and everything. Thank yeah. you, man. Do you wanna you wanna play some? Uh, I don't know, Jerry Reed or something. You know, I'll, I'll play one. I'll play, play one. For yeah. <laughs> uh, let me tune this thing. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play one off of the original, the first Americana record, but this is off the Bad News Travels Fast record. That come out in 2004. Ten. That 2004 one was a um, Southern rock, uh, Southern rock, uh, hip hop, 
almost record. Uh, it was because that's who I knew at the time. There was a bunch of hip hop players. I was playing guitars on a bunch of uh, trap, trap and you know yeah. deep deep rap cuts, uh, jagged edge that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Troy. Um, Um, yeah, so this is off Bad News Travels Fast. This is called Four Letters and a Heart. Hang out left on White Creek Bridge and stay on 33. There's a sharecropper shack by the railroad tracks and a big old sycamore tree. Big old sycamore tree. Scars on the limb where the rope had been, and an old tire used to swing. In that shade, I had my first taste of love in 17. Lord, I was just a 17. In another life with a Boy Scout knife, I made a pleasure in the bark. A lasting monument to you and me. We both swore forever as I carved Four letters in a heart 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 As I come back every now and then to pay a visit to my past My fingers trace the marks I made for love, it did not last Young love, it did not last It's easy for a young man to promise love when he don't know what it cost He's yet to face the cold hard day, he gonna learn about loss Lord, I learned about loss in another life with a Boy Scout knife, I made a pledge there in the bark. A lasting monument to you and me. We both swore forever as I carved. Four letters in a heart. 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 That's a great song, though. I want to read. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I love that song. I play it every night in the set. That's uh, that's like that's my opener. Uh, uh, Seventy to ninety percent of the time, that's my opener. Um, and uh, I've been playing it all these years since then. Um, I want to I want to maybe re-record that song with you know with the live band doing doing these live yeah. live band straight to tape type recordings. Do you have any shows coming up? We, here's what we've got coming up. We've got a sh uh, we've got this thing on July 20th um, that is going to be here in Nashville, and it's going to be a really uh, cool. Uh, it's going to be a very small um, audience uh, at, with Pete Lyman, who's just got a, a closet full of Grammys the past year, mastering uh, and engineering Sturgill Simpson and and. Uh, uh, Sturgill Simpson and Tyler Childers and a bunch of those, uh, all a bunch of the Dave Cobb stuff, 
you know, uh, Pete Lyman is, is uh, and he's been doing our records too. You know, he yeah. did Sea of Lights and Tennessee Alabama Fireworks and all those singles I've been doing with the collaborations. So Pete and I have become great friends. He's doing this, um, he's doing a special recording, a direct to vinyl, live direct to vinyl. So, you know, you're actually cutting the recording into the vinyl, like Jack White and Welcome to 1979 does. They're the only two people doing it here in town at a real high level. And Pete's like, hey, I can do that stuff. And so he <laughs> Pete's fixing to throw his hat in, in, in the okay. circle too. And, uh, and he wants to do, he wants me to show up with a jug band. Okay. So I'm going to show up with a jug band for it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's July 20th. Everybody, if anybody wants to um, attend that, you, uh, Infrasonic Sound is the uh, name of his company, okay. Infrasonic Mastering. Uh, and or reach out to me, man, on, yeah. uh, on the uh, outlets. And because uh, and, and, there's going to be a, uh, there's gonna be a, a small uh, invite slash ticketed uh, um, audience for that. You can find Pete Lyman via Infra, that's I-N-F-R-A, Infrasonic Sound, and Boo Ray via Boo Ray, B-O-O-R-A-Y, not spelled like the card game, BooRayMusic.com. If you like what you heard, call into our podcast voicemail line at 530-408-6423 and leave me a message with your name and mailing address. Be one of the first four to do so, and I'll reach back to you and mail you a copy of Tennessee Alabama Fireworks. It's a fine listen. Until next time. <laughs>